0: Storm surge starting to come in here Beach, Massive waves out there, right along here. Very fast. Wave. storm surge and as the flow is now shore here in Orange Beach. Look at the waves. You can feel the undertow out here. Very dangerous. Short parallel flow. There it is. Incredible surge. This is just the beginning. About that. the storm surge is going to be night tonight and tomorrow morning here at Orange Beach, back to golf shores, all the way east to Pensacola Beach. It's going to be ravaged as this surge comes up over the land, up over the barrier. Extremely dangerous situation. The are Kicking Cow is getting at two miles an hour. Hurricane slamming the U.S. at 105 miles per hour, and tonight they are warning catastrophic and life-threatening flooding could come next. Hurricane Sally slamming ashore just before dawn near Gulf Shores, Alabama as a Category 2 hurricane. Down power lines tonight in flooded streets in Pensacola, Florida. At downtown Pensacola, under several feet of water. First responders rescuing a woman trapped inside her home in Mobile, Alabama. And tonight there have been hundreds of water rescues in Florida. Valley made landfall before dawn as a powerful Category 2 hurricane. With winds up to 105 miles per hour. The wind has just been relentless here in downtown Pensacola. This is Main Street, and it's just nuking whitecaps. With this storm surge, debris, traffic lights littering this street. And part of the Pensacola Bay Bridge now torn away. the southeast as it treks inland. The former hurricane is now blamed for at least two deaths. Sally claimed its first victim in hardhead Orange Beach, Alabama, and authorities there confirmed at least one person was killed and another remains missing. The people living in that area near the Florida Alabama border say that their communities just look like war zones. Sally brought strong wind and pounding rain when it made landfall as a category 2 hurricane early on Wednesday. A storm surge completely took over downtown Pensacola, but the Pensacola Bay Bridge might have fared even worse. A crane basically ripped it in half on Wednesday, and repairs will likely take a month, if not longer. Sally's set to bring dangerous flooding everywhere it goes. Georgia started to get its first taste last night. That's where Sally claimed its second victim. They were killed when a tree fell on a home outside Atlanta. By Thursday morning, there were more than half a million power outages in Florida, Alabama, and Georgia. And Sally's still adding North Brigade sophie Rain along with it.
1: How massive life It could have went through all the way through and could have landed on the boys and that would have been amazing. So I'm here today, I'm blessed.
0: The irony of Hurricane Sally making landfall
2: exactly 16 years to the day as Hurricane Ivan, the last hurricane to make landfall in Alabama. It's not lost on anyone here. Back right now, Gulf shores and Orange
0: Beach, along with most of the rock, still without water, still without running water.
2: Hey everyone, thank you so much for taking a moment to join me for this episode of Still With You. As you have heard from listening to the news, maybe from a friend or a family member, tragedy has struck the Gulf Coast. The effects of Hurricane Sally have left many cities in complete destruction, including my own Pensacola, Florida. This happened on Wednesday morning, September 16th, 2020, exactly 16 years ago from the time that Hurricane Ivan hit the Gulf Coast. And today I'm speaking from my heart. This is not an interview or an explanation of why this happened. It is a space for you to sit and reflect and pray and to find some grappling of peace. I've invited my husband, Chris who's been on the show before, but he's here with me still shocked. I think that none of us were expecting this storm to be as big as what it was. I think we all thought it was going to affect us, but not nearly the amount of damage that it did. On Wednesday morning, I woke up at 6 a.m. We were like listening to the wind outside.
1: When Sally was just starting to Get to Pensacola, we could just hear the wind and rain just beating the side of our house, opening and closing the big door on our shed.
2: Yeah, our shed door got blown open and continued to blow open, so we could hear it like smacking up against the shed, but we could see outside that our backyard fence had been blown over, which I'm learning now that's a common thing that happens with hurricanes because all of my friends, their backyard fences are completely down. The damage that we had was so minimal compared to others.
1: God put his hand protection over our house. Yeah, completely. Not being in a a flood zone area or not being one of the areas where the tornadoes hit.
2: And I just want to read, this is from the New York Times. They made this post on Wednesday, and this is from their Instagram page. Hurricane Sally made landfall over Gulf Shores, Alabama around 5 a.m. on Wednesday as a Category 2 storm, bringing heavy winds and catastrophic flooding. Floodwaters rushed through parts of Alabama and the Florida Panhandle, turning roads to rivers and submerging cars up to their bumper as Sally began moving slowly northeast, pouring rain along its path. The surging water measured about five and a half feet high in Pensacola, Florida, which already had more than two feet of rainfall. Meteorologists said that up to 35 inches of rain could fall in coastal communities. Sheriff David Morgan of Escambia County, which includes Pensacola, Florida, said that nearly 300 homes in and around the neighborhood of Cantonment, a Pensacola suburb, have been flooded and that residents were having to evacuate. Prior to this, we have had hurricane scares, like where we had... Had seen circulations in the ocean that were going to possibly turn into either a full blown hurricane, or we were on. How, how did you describe that, Chris? That we were on the good side of the hurricane?
1: Yeah, we were on the the west side, which on hurricanes that's where you want to be.
2: Yeah, because that's not directly in the path, but you just receive rainfall, minor winds. So we've been on that side with hurricanes before since we started living in Pensacola in 2016. I will be honest; I sometimes would look. At the rotation and think we always just get a little bit of rain, but my attitude has completely changed after watching what happened on Wednesday. I think I'll take things more seriously. The other thing that I think I'll learn is that when I watch things on the news and see people who don't have power and don't have water, my heart is going to break for them in a new way. I feel like we're very privileged, like we didn't have to be rescued off the top of our home or our house be flooded. God's hand of protection was completely on us, but I think I look at the world so much differently. I mean, I was in third grade when I remember when Katrina happened, and I remember hearing the devastation of that, but I still can't grasp it today. The only way I can say it is that I've received an open door a peek into that world of what hurricane destruction can do.
1: This is really the first hurricane that I've been through also. And I mean, I've been through tornadoes and there's just something different with hurricanes that I I don't know if it's just the water.
2: Yeah, the water is so eerie.
1: There's just a different level of fear that comes with it.
2: I think the thing that broke my heart the most was seeing our church be flooded.
1: Just seeing the whole downtown... Pensacola, just seeing pictures and video clips of town being flooded. The reality of how easy it is for something just just to get destroyed.
2: It's like the world turned upside down in a matter of hours. Our little corner of the world, downtown is where we frequent. I walk to our church on Sunday mornings. We we're always in the heart of Pensacola downtown, hanging out with friends, getting coffee, taking photos. Do it like it is the where the heart beats of our city. To see it literally underwater, and even the pier like the Palafox pier Uh, if you all haven't seen photos of it I will share a few on my website you'll find it in the show notes that's such an iconic place for people people get engaged on that pier all the time people come down and take photos and then just to see the boats piled up on top of one another with huge debris it is just the most heartbreaking the amount of friends that have been directly affected by this there is no power some people don't have water I've heard that haven't you heard that
1: I read an article that water line bust around Pensacola Beach and so they had to shut off water and if you connected onto that main line then you went without water
2: I keep saying Pensacola, but I do know that there's Mobile, Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, Foley. Foley. There's so many people. So forgive me if I keep using the word Pensacola because that's where we live. That's where Chris and I live. There's a friend of mine who her house completely flooded. Two friends of mine, trees fell on their house. One fell right into their living room. The cleanup for that, I can't even imagine. I think that's the thing that overwhelms me is where do you start in cleaning up? There's so many trees that are all over the road, loose Power lines. As soon as the power went off, we decided to go stay with Chris's parents who live nearby. And when we go back, we're going to bring supplies they're in such short supply right now.
1: Some of our friends are telling us that local Winn Dixies and other stores are starting to give out free cases of water. Be able to just help out.
2: In the middle of this, I'm learning what are the most helpful ways that we can give back. So like I said, we're going to be bringing supplies back and we're already texting our friends and neighbors and just saying, hey, what can we bring? What is the best way that we can be most effective and bring supplies that can help? And so we're doing that. But I know there are many resources, online. Our home church, Liberty Church, is partnering with Operation Blessing. I will give you guys the links for donations, supplies that you can help with in that. So that'll be in the show notes for you guys to find. And I love that Liberty Church is like, boots on the ground. They're incredible. That is one of the qualities of our home churches. Like they are not afraid to get their hands dirty.
1: And we're just so thankful that church is wanting to help people in this time of need, even though they have their own problems with their homes and they're worried about other people. They are the real deal.
2: One of our friends, I hope she's okay that I'm sharing this. So forgive me, Becca, if it's not cool. The pastor of our downtown campus at Liberty, a tree actually fell on their home. Becca wrote this two days ago on Wednesday she shared this on Instagram and she wrote still processing today it's been a day for sure for so many people close to us along with ourselves so much loss and devastation so close to home but what I have found true recently is that the hard stuff is actually the good stuff the hard stuff reminds you that things are not really important and that even this body will fade away and that heaven is our true home I'm so grateful for the hope we have in Jesus if you find yourself feeling hopeless tonight he's right there ready for you to lean on he's got everything you need and more let us know how you're doing we're here for you that is just so selfless because along with that caption is a picture of debris from their ceiling in their living room she has shared this on social media so this is not truly my story but it is public knowledge the crew of people came and took the tree off of their house for free just wanted to bless them and help them out so Becca's next post she says y'all time to give God some glory so thankful for his provision and for people being his hands and feet. We've had so many people come today help get our house in order. Thank you so much. Then you guys, which this is the name of the company that helped them. ESC Extreme Development Company came by and said they wanted to bless us and take the tree off our house for free. Only Jesus, if you are in need of some help, please let us know. We are ready. Which is crazy because they just got the tree taken off of their house and they're like, if you need help, we're ready. But like, still don't have power, which is insane to me i just love the spirit of people that are giving another friend of mine her name is Brittany, and she posted this wednesday her house was actually completely flooded i just love her so much she is such a prayer warrior so heartbroken for her and her family i want to read what she shared too she just says pensacola i'm praying for you to leave your home and drive your car out of your driveway while it's halfway underwater pretty scary But me and my family have been beyond blessed, and God's hand was so heavy over us. Can't lie, seeing your home literally underwater hurts. But this opened my eyes to how blessed me and my family are. God protected us even when we had to leave last minute. The only reason I got out of the driveway and across town to my brother's house in the middle of a hurricane with the streets completely flooded is nothing but Jesus. My heart has been broken for my city as I see so many people in worse situations and that's what I'm here to say. This isn't about me or my situation because I'm beyond blessed in this. It opened my eyes to truly what our city is facing. We could be going through so much worse and I see Jesus all over it. I'm truly standing here with peace because I know I'm not alone and I know who I serve. I've been blown away by the people in my life and their eagerness to serve my family. Wow, I can't thank everyone enough. My family goes far past blood and I can't thank Jesus enough for giving me and my family the blessings and safety we experienced in this. Whatever you may be facing, you're not alone. I am here and God has got you. Today, I am just in awe of his goodness and ready to get our city back together in his name.
1: Pensacola just has a very big community mindset. We all know that the only way we're going to get... Through this is together, be stronger, helping each other out. We've seen it with the shooting that happened in December on on the naval base. I, I just have complete trust and faith in Pensacola that we're just going to become a stronger community through this.
2: I keep saying that I'm excited to hear the glory stories where God gets all the glory for doing the impossible and the miraculous through this. Those are already starting to come out. I know that there's a bungalow of them. Those are the ones that we need to be looking for. Is glory stories where he just gets all the credit. But not to make light of this too, because I know that there's two people who lost their lives in this storm. People who lost millions of dollars in the damages, the Pensacola Bridge.
1: The three mile bridge that just got completed, got hit by one of the barges and now a piece of it is missing. And I just feel bad for the people that need to use that bridge to do their day-to-day lives. They just can no longer use it for right now. It's just really heartbreaking to To see something like that happen.
2: The word is our solid foundation. When hurricane winds and waves come, nothing is for certain, but the word of God still remains. And so we're going to close with that. Just continue praying. Please. Mm keep the conversation sharing, keep doing what you possibly can in this moment to help. Major grace needs to be given to friends and family who've been affected by this. I've heard that it could be weeks until the power is turned on. We're so fortunate that we were able to stay with family, but there's so many people who need that grace period. You know, If you're not getting texts back from people, if they're not responding maybe in the most nice manner, everyone's just really shaken up right now. So continue to be filled with grace for your friends and family ask them what to do just keep praying keep looking for the glory stories they're out there god is with us
1: the lord's just putting i'd say a 41 10 on my heart kind of gives me peace and I, I feel like i'm supposed to share it with you all and isaiah forty-one ten says so do not fear for i am with you do not be dismayed for i am your god i will strengthen you and help you i will uphold you with my righteous right hand
2: I was praying this morning about what to share. I felt like the Lord put... Psalm 61. 61 kind of through 66 on my hand, which I'm not going to share the entire. There's just so many promises of the Lord hearing our cry and also knowing that He has protection over us. I just love that. So when I was younger, I remember I went to stay at like a, like a weekend getaway with our church family. And so like a bunch of families went to a hotel and like the kids swam in the pool. And I will never forget sitting in the lobby of the hotel with our families. And I remember watching. Storm chasers, and I remember being petrified. And since then, like Chris can vouch, I have a fear of storms. I freak out. I always want to watch the radar. It's true. I usually am like very scared, very prepped, and just kind of like high strung. Like my attitude has been kind of like crappy, honestly. But the craziest thing happened was that this was the storm that actually did damage and literally turned our world upside down. I mean, like, all of the major news networks have been on the Gulf Coast, like our past was like featured on Fox News. It's literally been crazy. But throughout this, like even when we woke up on Wednesday at 6am, I was at complete peace.
1: I heard this storm was coming through and we just at peace about it all. And like we weren't freaking out. We weren't really too worried about a Our livelihood, because we knew that God was going to protect us and provide for us no matter what.
2: Normally, I'm agitated and I'm usually in tears when it comes to situations, especially pertaining to, like, the weather in moments of stress. But I didn't even cry until I saw the damage that it did post hitting shore. We were asleep through most of it. Yeah, And then even when the power went off, there was just this complete peace. Like I felt like his presence was so tangible that we were just watching outside. Like We even brought our camp stove in and made some bacon and eggs. And I don't want to over romanticize it because it definitely is not as it appears to be. But also the Lord gives us peace that surpasses all understanding. And that's Mm -hmm. exactly what I felt, especially on my heart, that I wasn't scared. I wasn't even scared for a moment. So yeah, Psalm 61, this is NLT. It just says, Oh God, listen to my cry. Hear my prayer from the ends of the earth. I cry to you for help when my heart is overwhelmed. Lead me to the towering rock of safety. For you are my safe refuge, a fortress where my enemies cannot reach me. Let me live forever in your sanctuary, safe beneath the shelter of your wings. Um So that's 61, 1 through 4. And then what was interesting... I kept reading in Psalms about how the Lord made a path for the people in the Red Sea. So like when the Israelites were coming out of Egypt into the promised land with Moses leading them, it talks about this in Psalm 66. And it just says, shout joyful praises to the Lord of all the earth. Sing about the glory of his name. Tell the world how glorious he is. Say to God, how awesome are your deeds. Your enemies cringe before your mighty power. Everything on earth will worship you. They will sing your praises. They will shout your name in glorious songs. Come and see what the Lord has done. What awesome miracles he performs for people. He made a dry. through the Red Sea and as people went across on foot there we rejoiced in him for by his great power he rules forever he watches every movement of the nations let no rebel rise in defiance and I absolutely love that because I think about like no rebel rise in defiance that no matter how high those waves were no matter how much the wind blew God saw it all and I'm even thinking about the moment that my friend Honoré shared on social media so there were three white crosses in like a little grove and i don't know if they were a memorial for someone who passed there were so many trees like broken limbs and things were just like completely destroyed around it but the three crosses stood still he shared that because his wife pointed it out and was like look even throughout the damages like those crosses stayed even the winds and waves obey him
1: really it's awesome to see through devastations happening like that there's still hope that shines through with that sign like those crosses still being where they were untouched where everything else was in shambles
2: i love that story so much And like i said i'm here for the glory stories
1: there's just been another verse that's just sitting in my heart that i feel like i need to share it's thessalonians 5 11 therefore comfort each other and edify one another just as you also are doing we are all his children and we should help each other out
2: and jesus was inconvenienced like, he went out of his way. Mm-hmm. He had plans and worked hard, but he also was open to being inconvenienced. And this is a big inconvenience for yes. everyone. It is major. It is heartbreaking. And God is still good. And no matter yes. what you're walking through, whether it's a hurricane, whether it's a forest fire, people on the West Coast, Yeah, my heart is breaking for them as well. Whether it's a hurricane, a forest fire, um, illness, just even daily disappointment. God is still there. He's still with us. He said that we can just be under his wings of protection always. And that just keep looking for the glory stories because they're Mm -hmm. there. He's always working even when we can't see it. Thank you guys again for taking a moment to share with us, sit with us as we process, because we are definitely still processing and thinking and trying to not numb pain, you know, not feel truly what we're feeling. So this is good for us to sit and share
1: so. yeah so thankful that we have family that we can come up and visit during this time and we are beyond blessed and again our our hearts ache for the entire gulf coast the west coast and everywhere that's dealing with problems i feel like it would be appropriate to close out in prayer
2: yeah absolutely thank you and thanks for hanging with us in this
1: no problem we're god we're just so thankful for all that you do and provide for everyone, Lord. Just be with those that their lives have turned upside down and show them that you are still there, Lord. We ask that you give them hope and just let them see that through all this, there is a light that shines through the darkness. You are so great, Lord, and that people will just come and just be in all of the amazement that you can do, that through the shambles that we can rebuild, that you can ignite a new hope in people, Lord. We ask that you just continue being with the people that are Working so diligently to fix Pensacola and the Gulf Coast that you just give them safety as they're working, and throughout all this, that people just recognize that you are still here, Lord. In your name we pray. Amen.
2: Father God, I just ask that you just remind us that you're our first love. We want to fall in love with you again, even in the midst of chaos, even in the midst of tree branches and dirt and water, the wreckage. God, that you are our first love God reignite our hearts again to where we see only you and focus on you Jesus we thank you for being Abba Father we thank you for being Yahweh we thank you for being the Alpha the Omega the beginning and the end God that you see all and that you deserve all the glory Father we pray for first responders we pray for our police officers teachers pastors our grocery workers friends and family who feel like they have nothing right now yes. Father we ask that you do what's in your name that you're jehovah jireh that you'll provide father that it's in your name and may we see that even when we don't see it in the natural father that we see that you'll provide father would you just lay a hand of grace and blessing in abundance over the entire gulf coast region god bucket loads of blessings god that there would be not one eye who wouldn't see you in all of this father just as strong as the eye of the hurricane was father you are stronger than hurricane sally we love you jesus we thank you. We thank you for who you are. It's in your name we pray.